there. Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson. I'm here to dish out practical advice to help you elevate your business and your life. I'm the CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services here in Nashville, Tennessee. So you know we're going to be covering ground in the real estate industry. But you'll also be hearing from expert leaders in the personal development and entrepreneurship communities. So pull up a seat because we're about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. proud to be on the Founders Advisory Board of Studio Bank. Let me tell you a little bit about them. Studio Bank is passionate about what their members create, and they're here to support you through the process. They provide capital and services to build businesses. They offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time homebuyer or purchasing your fifth home. They work with artists to reach their audiences. They help nonprofits transform the community. And often the most important work they do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. They're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. Hey guys, super excited about today's show. Thanks for tuning in. We are going to be talking about a feeling that comes over many agents, many people who are self-employed, people in the entrepreneur space this time of year, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And that feeling is panic. Yes. Sometimes it could be called anxiety, but this sense of panic. So really excited to deep dive on this. Get your pen and paper out. We've got some great steps to get you through that new year panic if you're feeling that. So, hey, Heather. Hi, Christy. So, you know, after we finished the podcast that we did on habits, Mm -hmm. we started talking about what a lot of agents start to feel this time of year, and that is that sense of panic. Right. Yes. I mean, it's like, what's going to happen this year? And Am I going to hit my goals? What am I going to do? And the feeling is real and often scary, especially for agents who haven't weathered enough ups and downs to to know that this too shall pass, shall probably pass. But I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about it. So let's talk about why you guys out there may be experiencing panic and what to do with that. And y'all, this could be, like I said earlier, in any real estate or any job, career, life space that you're in right now. But the number one reason that will cause panic in the sales world is my pipeline is empty. Who or what am I going to sell? Right, right. And it's funny because even though I'm going into year five, I still will sometimes have this voice in my head that just says, oh my gosh, what if no one ever calls you again to sell their home? What if? if? And if you know Heather, you know her past clients are going to call her, as is half of the free world. And And I don't know where that comes from. I guess it's just that negative self-talk that that we can sometimes get. I've heard kind of a term that people are using a lot lately is imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. How did I get here? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is what I dreamt of doing. This is the direction I wanted to be in, and I'm actually here. But then you just kind of have that talk of, 
do you deserve this? Have you worked hard enough for this? Are you good enough for this? And so I feel like that will settle in with me this time of year. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, I'm looking at a blank tracker. Um, you know, maybe I've had some things carry over into the new year, but it is. It's, it's looking all of those goals in the face and it's panic for me. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about things today, Heather, that hopefully will help alleviate the panic and also talk about that negative self-talk. I know that is so real for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work hard at it. I mean, we know I'm the big affirmations and visualizations girl and goal-setting girl. But man, when that negative self-talk gets in your head, it can be it can create a train wreck. Yeah. You know, so let we'll touch on that in one of the steps that we'll talk about on how to get through your panic. So in real estate and if you're self-employed, you know, that empty pipeline, like I said, is scary. And what happens is you get so busy being busy that you haven't managed your future sales. Right. And especially that November to December holiday time frame, so many agents get in their own head to say, oh, it's the holidays. People aren't looking at real estate right now. People are slowing down. People aren't blah, 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 blah. Make any excuse for me, January and February are always two of my top selling months because I never slow down in November and December. Yeah. I know there are so many people not working in that time of the year who do want to look at real estate or who are thinking about selling their home in the following year. So number one, get out of your headspace there. Okay. You know, and don't think that November and December, well, it's the holidays. No one's working. Ooh, contraire. Yeah. People are. <laughs> the selling season never ends. And remember, guys, not only November, December, any time of the year, you always have to be present where you currently are in your sales cycle, but you always have to be tracking 45 to 60 days out as well. You have to keep filling that pipeline. And if you don't, you don't keep focusing on what clients you need in the future. You wake up, you had that closing, and now there's nothing on your plate looking forward. The horizon is empty. Hence the panic. Yes. So we're going to talk about how not to do that. So what I always like to say is it's ABCs, baby. Always be closing. (laughs) But at the Wilson Group, we also say always be caring and always be in contact. Yes. It's critical to stay in contact. And again, going back to December, November holiday timeframe, that's a perfect opportunity to be in contact with those past clients and people you want to to become your clients, whether it's holiday cards, whether it's dropping off, you know, cookies, something that can remind them that, hey, I'm here. I'm still in real estate. Look at me. Right. And I care. Oh, gosh. Do you care? Yeah. You're one of the most caring people I know. Oh, thank you. So your love language is kindness. (laughs) (laughs) Or that's your character strength. It is. Character strength. Yes. We did a podcast on that. Um, So here are three ways to help you get yourself out of your panic mode. Number one is the business plan. Mm -hmm. We talk about that a lot, and we're going to deep dive a little bit on that. Number two is manifesting. Manifesting what you want is so important, and it will also help tamp down that negative self-talk if you manifest what you want. It's hard for those that jabbering in your head to continue. And number three, and this is so easy yet so hard, breathe. Mm -hmm. Just breathe. You'll get through this, and you know, just, it's an important piece of the equation. Deep breaths. So business plan. Guys, have y'all done your business plan for 2022? And if not, have you ever done one? Let's just talk a little bit about what goes into that business plan. And for me, my business planning starts back in November 
October, November, I'm already thinking into the next year because the work I do in November and December is what has set me up for today. Right. Right. So it's never too late to start a business plan, but just know if you create one now, you'll start implementing immediately, but you'll reap the benefits probably a month or two out. Sure. So with business planning, I'm very, very big picture of what I want my business to look like. And then I break it down into basic business categories. All right. So four categories to your business. Number one, of course, is sales. Number two is marketing. Number three is your financials. And number four is operations. As we've said many times, a real estate agent, oftentimes an entrepreneur, you are a CEO of one. Mm-hmm. You, you are it. You are your own company. You're the president, CEO, whatever you want to say, your company. And so you have to treat it like a business. Don't treat your real estate career like a hobby. Treat it like a business and implement those four silos that will create your business. So under each of those categories, I write my goals for those. And then under each goal, I write my action plan or habit that have to occur to get to that goal. So for instance, in sales, I always ask myself, okay, how much do I want to make this year in sales? Mm -hmm. You know, and for many people, you know, if you have multiple hats you wear, maybe you do selling, you do property management, you do something else, you know, look at all your silos of business. So what's your number? How much do you want to make? And, And just referring to sales here, how many transactions do you want to do? Some people would prefer to look at their number of transactions, just knowing what at least something's coming in versus looking at their overall number, because maybe they don't know yet what their number should be. You may be too new into business in the business to know what's realistic for you. Mm-hmm. So let's say, okay, I want to do 12 transactions. If I can close one a month, that's a great goal to start with. And then I go into tracking mode to see where my sales came from and how to spend my energy. So I look back over the prior year and I start tracking. Yeah. I mean, I, I use all kinds of trackers and I have all of my leads are in different categories. So look back on your business in both 2020 and 2021 and see where your past business came from. So is it past clients, past client referrals, friends and family, neighbors, community involvement? If you notice a pattern of where these people came from, then you can understand you are strong in that area and continue to place your focus there. Right. So if I'm not strong in something, sometimes I used to think, oh, I better really focus on there. And as I've matured through my business career, I'm like, meh, clearly I'm not passionate about it. I don't like it. Otherwise I would be stronger there. So right. I'll either delegate that to somebody else and then focus on where I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And your numbers will reflect that. So tracking is a big piece of your sales business, both past and looking forward. Right. So have you tracked yours for 2021 yet? I have. I have. So, you know, I'm a spreadsheet girl. And so I love my Google Sheets. So I have every year that I have been in the business, all of my closings, where those people came from. And then I also have the marketing dollars that I've spent. And then I look to see kind of where the similarities are. You know, is that paying off for me? Because when I look at my plan for this coming year, you know, if I've spent X amount of dollars in this one area, is that working for me? Mm -hmm. Is that something that I should do again? And if it is, absolutely. I need to sign up and maybe even do bigger and better. Yep. And so I've tried to kind of make those connections and it's, it's worked. Good. Good. Excellent, Heather. Yay. And then our next silo is marketing. And this is where Heather, I know, is so strong. And that's why I have 
Kelly Butler at the Wilson Group to help me with my marketing and to help yes. all of our agents. We have the best marketing director. We do. Of all real estate marketing directors. And if any marketing directors are listening, I don't mean to insult you, but Kelly is the bomb. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have her in our office every day. Um, so in marketing, I want to look at that and say, what do I want my outreach to look like in 2022? You know, how am I branding myself? How am I standing apart from the rest of the millions of realtors, entrepreneurs in my space? What do I want my social media to look like that reflects me? And scheduling your time to do these things consistently and in a well-thought-out plan, which, Heather, you've shared numerous days that Monday is your day mm-hmm. to schedule all that. Yes, it is. It is. And I'm, I'm always thinking about this. And it's funny, I was just going over this this morning of kind of how I want to change things up for 2022. So... Still thinking on it. I'll keep you posted. Good. Let me know. Let me know. We need to sit down and talk in depth on that. And also in marketing, one thing that I think gets missed in the social media space is a lot of agents hire out someone to do their social media, which is fine. I get it. Take it off your plate if you're not going to do it. But you start seeing people posting the same thing because they're all using the same social media company. Mm -hmm. Guys, to stand out from the crowd, you need to do you. Right. You need to reflect your selling style, your brand, and not just focus on what some person maybe in Omaha, Nebraska is posting for you. That's very generic. I mean, it's cool. A lot of it's cool. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's so important for things to be real and authentic to yourself because this business is so real. I mean, you're with your clients for a while, whether it's in your car or just meeting them at houses or walking through their house. It's a very personal business. So show your personality a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when people know you and like you, they're going to trust you and they're going to want to work with you. Right. Right. So I think it's really important on your marketing as you create your business plan to be really intentional of how that looks, how you're going to schedule that and just how you can take the bull by the horns. And, and what you like. And also stalk other agents, you know, mm-hmm. not only necessarily in Nashville. Now I'm giving away my, my hacks. I, I look <laughs> at other agents in cities I like and areas I like to see what they're doing and if it's something different than what we do here. And let me say, I imitate. Yes. yes. <laughs> and appreciate. I appreciate what they're doing. The third silo for a business plan is your financials. It all goes hand in hand. I mean, everything you just said, Heather, is exactly right. How much money can I spend on marketing or do I want to spend on marketing? What other expenses will I have that improve or support my business? And have I created a strong enough business emergency fund and tax account fund to continue to support my business? Mm -hmm. So knowing what your return on investment is for your expenses is very important. Yes. But also I always say you got to pay to play. And, you know, it it takes money to be in business. So you have to be really confident that your business plan is going to roll out dividends to you because you don't want to go in debt running your business. Right. You know, and you do, many agents do. They start out the business without an emergency fund. um, And the average agent won't have a closing for six months. So we encourage our agents to have either a six-month to one-year emergency fund so that they can live and not feel panicked Mm -hmm. as what this podcast is about. Because panic in this situation comes from financial insecurity. Mm -hmm. 
And there is nothing worse than you needing to close a deal and your client feels your panic, feels that, oh my God, they just want me to buy this house because they want to get paid. Right. You know, that's not why we're in. I mean, of course, everybody's in this business because it's their career and how you get paid. But that client's needs and where they're going to live and their shelter is of utmost importance to a realtor. So if you feel that panic, man, have that in your car before you get out and talk to your clients. Do Mm -hmm. not show that in front of your clients because it will show up dividends in the future when they say, yeah, Heather was really nice, but man, she was just out for the transaction. She was out for the buck. Yeah. Pushy. Pushy. Yeah. (laughs) So now Heather and Pushy never go hand in hand, but (laughs) y'all can tell just by her voice how awesome she is. All right. So on that too, that's why I think a business emergency fund is very important. Your personal emergency fund is very important. And then having a tax account. Man, come April 15th, that sense of panic when you don't have enough money to pay your taxes because you were just spending everything you made really, really hurts. Granted, you can keep pushing it off, pushing it off, but make sure you set aside enough money to cover your taxes. And if you're on the quarterly taxes, it doesn't matter if you're paying quarterly or once a year, set aside enough money to to cover your taxes because yes. that does not feel good. And I've seen agents run around like chickens with their heads cut off because they don't have the money to pay their taxes. Then to operations. Operations is something most people neglect to give any real attention to. So is there anyone who can help you execute your business plan? If you're new, your broker, lean on your broker. Your broker is there to guide you, elevate you, cheer you on and also give you constructive criticism to make sure you're doing better and Mm -hmm. growing. Your broker's role is to create the best realtor they can. Your success reflects on them. So it's both selfish and encouraging, right? I know my agents, I want them to all be producing at the maximum level that they feel comfortable producing at because that reflects on me and the brokers here at the Wilson Group because we want to train you guys up. Well, and you were a huge help for me when I started many years ago and when we had our first meeting Mm -hmm. and kind of walking me through this, how to write this down. And then what was even more satisfying was the follow-up the next year. Yeah, when we go back. When we go back and look at it and kind of look at the past 365 days. Yeah. And then setting a new plan was just even more confidence. Right, right. And it's just keep your eye on the ball. Mm-hmm. It's why I look at my goals every day. I've got to keep my eye on the ball. It's so easy to get distracted. And I get, I'm a freak of nature on goals. I just, <laughs> it's just how I roll. Um, but I just, there's a lot of life I want to live. So I've got yeah. so many goals and so many things I want to do and experience. But back to operation, if you're in a panic mode, who can help you execute is that person in the mirror. And this is going to go into our manifesting because panic mode, like I said, is typically financially created. And if you don't have those operations to get you beyond that, or if you don't have your systems Mm -hmm. or your scheduling or all that, doing your savers, showing up, putting yourself out there, you will fail. And guys, the burn rate in real estate is so high. I think it's only what 40% of all agents make it through their first year. It's hard. It's a hard business. It's hard to gain traction. And you just have to keep after it. But if your financials aren't in place, you sink. Right. Yeah. You know? So anyway. 
anyways, now on to number two of how you can get through your panic, and that is manifesting. So do you want this? Do you want that real estate career, that number, or those numbers of transactions so badly that your want is stronger than your panic? If you do, then you can manifest this. Mm -hmm. If you can put all of that in there, if you start to panic, do this. Number one, write those gratitudes down. Think of what you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be in the real estate business. It could be like today is the most gorgeous day we've seen in a while. And it's like, all right, I'm so grateful for this day. I'm grateful that I'm looking at Heather Warmbrode right now. (laughs) I'm jealous of her hair. Oh, Heather, if y'all haven't met Heather, she has the prettiest hair. I always like, oh, thank you, Christy. Would do that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, just think of the, gra- like just talking about Kelly, that just made me so grateful yeah. that um, Kelly Butler is, we have her at the Wilson Group. You know, we had a listing appointment earlier this morning and I met this fabulous dog. I was so grateful to meet yes. Luna. So cute. So, yeah. So when you think of gratitudes, it also takes that panic out of your mind because there's so much more good that's happening in your life. So that's the first thing before I start manifesting is I start my gratitudes. The second thing is every year, this time of the year, I watch the video, The Secret, and I make the agents or I recommend to our agents that we watch The Secret together. If you haven't watched that video, it's all about learning how to manifest. If you haven't done before, done it before, how to put the emotion, the passion, and the focus on manifesting what you want. So I would encourage everyone to download that and, and take a peek. It's about 90 minutes. It's good. You know, some of it's kind of corny here and there, but the big takeaways are, are very strong. And number three, when I need to manifest, I start writing down my ideal day, my ideal week, my ideal month, year, and life. And you can start with life. What does your ideal life look like? I mean, success means so many different things to everybody, right? You know, but look at your life. Where where do you want that to be? And then back that down to maybe the next five years, and then to this year, and then to this quarter, and then into month, the month of January. Where do you start? Like our very first podcast was start now, right? You know, that clean slate at the beginning of the year. Try to take the panic out of it and look at it as opportunity to have the best year yet. I am changing that inner voice. Yay! Panic to opportunity. Panic to opportunity. You know this girl loves opportunity. I always say when a um, when a door knocks, a window gets opened, and I always say there's a friend at the on the ladder pulling me out to go yeah. take advantage <laughs> yes. of some other type of opportunity. Then in manifesting, what I said too was putting action plans under my day, my week, month, year, life, whatever, and they all just start to build to get to that life you want to lead, and then listening to downloads on what I want to manifest when I go to bed. I listen to these, people think I'm crazy, but these downloads of manifesting what you want, you know, and whether that's... So is it guided? It's guided. Okay. Uh-huh. It's They're called paraliminals and they're from a company called Le- Learning Strategies Corporation. Okay. And I've been doing this, y'all, for about ooh, almost 20 years. And so the the one on manifesting, on putting out the energy to get back what you want... Gosh, I listen to that probably three nights a week. And um, I'm going to say it works because I get a lot of what I yeah. want, you know, yeah. and my energy gets back energy, you know, your energy, Heather gets back energy. So yeah, it just helps, especially, and it helps sort of soothe me and hypnotizes me to go to sleep. <laughs> to go to sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, and then lastly, guys, breathe. When you're in panic mode, 
take those deep breaths in, (sighs) breathe out. It sounds so simple, but sometimes we forget to breathe. We do. You know, um, my watch tells me 10 times a day that I need to breathe because I can get into flow really easily and I'm banging away on the keyboard. Uh, like when I write a podcast, mm-hmm. I get into total flow and, thrrr, you know, and then my watch says, it's time to breathe. I'm going, oops, I forgot to breathe again. And uh, so, yeah, I need to turn that reminder back on. It's a good one. Because when I panic, I make the list like we talked about in our previous episodes mm-hmm. and then I get busy. The busyness just makes me feel like I'm making a list and doing something when really I'm not doing productivity. Mm-hmm. So I just need to breathe. And I was listening to another podcast about this very thing. And the um, I wish I could remember which podcast it was. And might have been the one you told me about. Bob Dial? Mindset Mentor. Mindset Mentor. Y'all, that's a really good one. It is. Anyways, he said you need to breathe a minimum deep breaths of six, one, six deep breaths. If it's less than six, it doesn't calm anything. If it's, you know, over 10, you're going to look like a freak because you're taking too long. But six, (laughs) he didn't say that. That was my interpretation of what he said. Um, So scratch that. He didn't call anybody a freak. But taking those six deep breaths and releasing them. And if you've never done meditation before as part of your morning ritual, I'm not a great meditator, but I downloaded an app called Round glass, R-O-U-N-D, round glass. And they have some great guided meditations. And I did a 21-day challenge on guided meditations. And oh my gosh, it was amazing. Really? It really, because I was like, usually when I meditate, I'm going, I can't st- sit still for so long. My brain goes all over the place. Yeah. It, it was flat out amazing. It was a 21-day challenge, guided meditation. Each day taught you a different type of meditation. And of those 21 days, I found the top three that really spoke to me and kept me focused on emptying my brain and really working on my internal landscape. And um, yeah, I love it. I need to give that a try because I'm with you. I don't know if I can concentrate and mm -hmm. sit still that long without things popping into my head that I need to be doing. Right. And these are 10, 11 minutes. So it's not like okay. a thirty-minute meditation. Okay, I that's knew doable. I, it's doable, and I knew I wouldn't give myself thirty minutes to do a right. meditation. So an eleven-minute, I'll, I'll down. I'll show you what I've got on my phone, and okay, you can download it too. Yes. So, anyways, guys, I hope this has been helpful, and I hope anyone who's going through any type of panic or anxiety as we've, we're starting the new year, and let's face it, twenty twenty-two could look very different from 2021. 2021 was a very unique year. Mm -hmm. In Middle Tennessee, and I think in many markets around the country, we are still going to have a great real estate year. We have great interest rates for those who will be getting loans. And I feel like we are in a marathon, not a sprint. So don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to meditate. Start manifesting. And if you haven't written that business plan, stop what you're doing today Get it written and really think about those four categories Heather and I talked about on your business plan, which is sales, marketing, financial, and operations. Yes. Go to it, guys. And don't forget, love where you live and have a great day. Bye, guys. The Wilson Group Real Estate Services is one of Nashville's top premier boutique real estate firms. We specialize in working with buyers and sellers for housing, investment, and commercial needs, as well as offering a full-service property management division for your investments. 
Check out our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.